So, this is episode six of the More Than Mostly Comedy podcast. We were just about to start, weren't we, Glenn? We were just about to start. We just we pressed record, and then Glenn made this little noise with his throat. I did. I'd like to repeat it, but I can't. Strange sort of little gurgly... If you imagine like a sort of goblin, a little goblin. Yeah. A little goblin lived in Glenn's throat. Imagine like the end of um, when, you run a, when you empty a bath out. <laughs> the last... That was exactly the, what it was like. The last, the last kind of sound, that when it kind of finishes it off, you yeah, know. When the sort of bubbles are yeah. going down, and yeah. it sort of speaks. That was exactly the noise that emanated... From Glyn's throat, it was a yeah. bit weird, but um, it was quite nice anyway. Also, um, Glyn is drinking rosé at the moment. <laughs> yeah, having some rosé. He's got rosé and a mince pie and a bottle of water and a bottle of water. He's mm. fully hydrated and um, fooded up. Yeah, and he said, of course, because he's got a dry home, so you know, better make sure I don't drink too much. But I've only had one class of wine. <laughs> One class of wine. Yeah. So that doesn't bode well. No, really. it doesn't. What sort of size classroom are we talking? <laughs> one, one, cl- <laughs> one class of wine. One, one class, uh, cl- like it's got a um, junior, school. junior school class. So I'd not say. too big. No, no bigger than 30. Undersized chairs. Yeah, and, and, small yeah. chairs. So we're not talking a big class of wine. And a good, yeah, no, okay. Uh, not a port cabin full. Not a port cabin, no, no. So I actually had a class. My last year of primary school was in a port cabin. Really? Yeah. On your own? Well, just on my own. <laughs> Locked. <laughs> no one. With oxygen. No one likes oxygen. <laughs> no, just filled no. with gas. Yeah. That's quite sad. It was actually in a port cabin. How yeah. many people were there in this port cabin? Uh, I don't know. There was about 30 of us in the class, probably. I'm right. guessing at 35, maybe. Okay. I don't know. But we were definitely in a port cabin. And then they knocked it down after we left. Fact. In a, in that an, is fact. In an unrelated <laughs> episode, was it directly related to your ability as students? Possibly. Or did you Possibly. drink a class full of. They gave us asbestos poison and they knocked it down. I think that was the idea. All on the same day, was mm. it? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Thanks for sharing that. That was, yeah. that was good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so as I say, episode six of the More Than Mostly Comedy podcast. Yes. Um, tonight, is a, we've just had uh, our gig. We've just finished. Um, and we had Wit Tank and uh, Luke Benson. Mm-hmm. And uh, who else do we have? My brain's gone. Um, Joey Page. Joey Page, who uh, appears... Him <laughs> <laughs> doing his impression of... Um, the character, the, the pig in the... Um, um, the, 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 that's all, folks. That that character, I Percy, think not character. Percy Pig, is it? That's, that's, that's sweet. A, that's a sweet from Master Spencer. I can't believe I forgot. Uh, this is the pressure of being recorded. I've forgotten that. We can we can look it up, and in between the next interview, we'll, we'll, we can we can tell you what yeah, that we'll tell you what was. It is. But, like that. but yeah, we did. We had um, Joey Page, Whit Tank, and Luke Benson. Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't have time to interview Luke this evening, but we have got interviews with both Whit Tank and with Joey Page to share with you now, and we're going to start with the one uh, with Whit Tank. Um, and we talk about various things, which yeah. I don't really need to share with you. No, lots of laughter on this uh, on this interview. Yeah, everyone was having a lovely time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, possibly at the expense of the recording levels, but we shall see. So here we have, uh, here we have Wit Tank, and I'm probably just going to say that now. And did you hear my voice went a bit weird? Yeah, it's good. <clears throat> Wit Tank. So we are sat in a room with Wit Tank. It's very exciting. Very exciting. And this is the first time that you've been with us uh, for four years. Four. Is it four? Four, four years. years. Yeah, four years. Separately, wow. we've had you. Yeah. Not, not yeah. in a sexy way. Everyone apart um, from... We haven't had Naz. No. We haven't had Naz, which no. still... Hopefully this it. evening. That's amazing. It doesn't feel like it's been four years. <laughs> no, but it has. Yeah, you played the George, which is our yeah. first yeah, venue. Yeah, that's right. And then we spent, well, two years there, and then two years at the Croft, which you both came yeah. to. Yeah. And now we've been here for about a year, so... Right. It you must see the photos, it will feel like four years. Yeah. Very silly. Lots yeah. of hair. And realise how you've aged. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably won't look. No, probably best not. <laughs> um, so in so, four years, what have you been up to? Uh, yeah, can we have the since, entire... Yeah, can you just go through sorry. everything yeah. you've been up to in the last four years? Day by well, we day. We left you, yeah. we went to the pub the next day. No, we, uh, we've, we've done, we've done sort of a few more Edinburgh shows. Um, and I guess since we last saw you, we've been on the Lively Electric on BBC yeah. Three, doing some sketches there. Um, yeah, yeah, having a good time. 
Yeah. So we started first tour as well. Actually. Oh yeah, we yeah. Oh really? One. Yeah. So we did a tour last year that was a tour nominally. It ran for quite a long time, but <laughs> we have a second one coming up in the spring. Most of it is in February and March, and the dates are on our website. Which oh, cool. We so do like stand up and sketch on that. Oh, okay. well, so you individually do stuff, and then yeah, you do we, stuff. The first together. half is what Kieran will generally compare Naz and I on, and, and we sort of uh, chat to the audience, get to know them a bit, and then it makes the sketches kind of more fun after that. Really. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. cool. Because we yeah. already know them. They get, yeah. yeah, we enjoy it. And I suppose because what you do, you sort of come out of character anyway when you're doing your sketches, so it suits that. Yeah. 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 Um, do you f- have you found that your audience has changed since you did Live at the Electric? In any way, would you say? I, w- I wouldn't say so. Really. No, no, you, can't, you can't really tell why. There are plenty of people who show up and say that they've seen us on the electric, and there are as many people who show up because they've seen us in Edinburgh or yeah, other okay. part of the country. Yeah. It's, you can't really tell who yeah, yeah. where. Ed- uh, yeah, I think um, most of our kind of you know, people come see us come because of Edinburgh because we've yeah. done eight years there. And so we've been, yeah. Yeah. Someone, that's, that's someone is side. not happy. Yeah. Don't <laughs> do any more. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and do you, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the stand-up or the sketches, or is it a bit of... Well, I really like the sketches. I really yeah. get... I, mean, I think, to be honest, I think doing sketches, you're doing sketches with your, your best mates, and mm. you're doing stand-up alone, so it's always fun to kind of piss about with your mates. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think sketches is kind of more fun in a way. Stand-up, when stand-up is more fun, it's when... It, like, I think on, on some of the tougher gigs, for instance, and then you can, when you can have a chat with the audience and break down the fourth wall, it's really mm. useful to be able to do that with stand-up and just, like, try and talk to people and get some stuff out of them. Yeah. But in general, I think, yeah, we probably all prefer doing sketches. It's what we started doing, and yeah. it kind of feels like our main thing as well. So when you... So back to the beginning of Wit Tank, was, was it wasn't just the three of you, was it? It was more... No, oh, there were loads, loads, loads of like eight, eight in the first oh, really? term, and then it, it kind of, it, it chops and changes the people who were in it over the course of time at university, people arrived, people left, and things like that, and so it, it has gradually gone down from the eight towards the three. Yeah. Was it something you were doing uh, while you were do, at uni doing other stuff then? So oh, you were all doing other degree. courses, doing well, degrees? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I other stuff, I mean degrees. Yeah. 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 Just kind of, you know... Sort yeah. of doing a degree. <laughs> yeah. Was it a thing that was sort of set up by the university then as a sketch group, or was it just... No, a, although, no. in a way, it was born out of rejection from uh, uh, auditioning for the Durham Review, which is the institution... The real one. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, at the comedy institution there, and we all went for it. Didn't get in, and mm. set up with Tank. Uh, like, a week later. Oh, really? And by the end, by the end of the first term, we were doing, we'd done an hour show. Right. So, yeah, it all came together in about six weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a... It was a and where where are the Durham Review now? Oh, there. Well, well, that's good, 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 good friends. Was in that Durham Review. Oh, Ed, Ed Gamble. Ed Gamble. Yeah, there, oh, was okay. some, you know, there were some great people in. Yeah. So that was a really negative question to give you then. Yeah. I apologise <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's, it's very good. Review. We like nowhere. I've actually heard this. And uh, yeah, it's good because we kind of uh, now we're all sort of mates, and we've got you know over the years we've uh, you know they're, they're still pretty much all comedians, I think, yeah. uh, bar one or two. Yeah, it's really great. And is it eight years running you've done in Edinburgh? Yeah. Eight years. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The big eight. How, how do you, when you approach, <laughs> is that a thing? Uh, it is now. The eight it's year. Eight. It's very specifically, isn't a lot or a little. It does feel like a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you still enjoy Edinburgh? Is it Actually, still? I think last year was, last year was my most enjoyable. Really? Yes, that is. is you know, we do enjoy. It. I think it just when you do eight in a row, you realise how much work and time goes into yeah. it. And yeah, yeah. Uh, having said that, I mean, yes, last year was the most fun we've ever had, and we written, and one of the best shows I think we've ever done. So. It was it was good and all those years experience helped. It does depend on your show. I think Edinburgh's not fun if you if you don't have a very good show and you've got yeah. to do it day yeah. in day out. And if you're enjoying your show, then 
you tend to have a you know just enjoy the day and enjoy the yeah. show itself and everything about it. Yeah. And does it get easier the more successful you get? Do you know, the more kind of people that you get that no. sort of are following? Do you feel like or does that, no, does that make it harder? Doesn't get easier. The pressure, if anything, Pressure's, gets a bit yeah. more. You know, as we moved into slightly bigger venues oh, yeah, and sort of uh, we're spending more money on our promotion and stuff like that. If anything, the need for it to be as good as it could be increased. And mm-hmm, if yeah. anything, our first three years when we were at university were sort of, well, they were student review shows and the pressure mm-hmm. was a little bit off. And but now, well, yeah. yeah. But one thing that's nice is not having the luxury of having slightly bigger rooms and, and having done it for eight years, we don't have to worry so much about audiences. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the pressure never goes away. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. we don't fly anymore. That's nice. Yeah. That's, that's, that's nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. nice not to fly. But I'd love to not do that. We were saying, <laughs> it's like running a comedy night. You spend yeah. your whole night doing all of the admin and yeah. about five minutes thinking about what you're doing. Yeah. And then you fall over on stage. Yeah. <laughs> It just summed up the evening. Yeah, summed up my life. When you do your stand-up, do you sort of give each other feedback? Or oh, yes. very much yeah. so. And, yeah. and it's great yeah. being in a sketch troupe yeah. when you all do stand-up because you've got two other people to help you with your stand-up. I don't talk. listen to them. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and was comedy something you sort of did by accident? Or did you intend to? It for was me, yes, very, very intentional. Oh, really? It was. It was an accident for you. Okay. I went along to the audition. He wanted to be in a band. You thought it was a band audition. Such a walking <laughs> <laughs> So did I, to be fair. Yeah. So it's the same, same problem. Yeah. Yeah. He still thinks he's in a band. I really. We are. A band. We are. But Mark and I actually we went we went to school together <laughs> and uh, intentionally went to Van Milder College in Durham right. together so right. we could write. And perform comedy. Oh, really? Like boyfriend and girlfriend. Like yeah. boyfriend and <laughs> consummated. <laughs> and um, so it was certainly from the age of seventeen or eighteen. It was very much that you know what we wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. But but actually, while you were there, you were doing degrees in what were you doing degrees in? Oh, I mean, English, English geography. English, 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 yeah. And you got the degree. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I didn't work. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, it was concentrating on the comedy the whole time. Really, it was about doing that. I actually did masters. I, did, I stayed on to a fourth year so I could do stand up. Right, that's university. crazy, really. So the whole yeah. point yes, of being there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. You could have cool. just like hired a room. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this was the more expensive way round. Yeah. Yeah. It must be satisfying though that you've done it. You know, you've stuck yeah. with it and you. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, really... Yeah, yeah, I took it in the Masters. Yeah. <laughs> well, that as well. <laughs> Fair point, yeah. To a lesser point. I yeah. was not good at the Masters. Uh, oh, no. I, I really wasn't. I did not belong there as a Masters student. But it was, it was, it was nice to stay another year and... Mess uh, you know, about. Mess about. <laughs> this is a man who took a children's copy of Peter Pan... To a, to a tutorial because oh. he thought that's what Peter Pan was. It said Peter <laughs> Pan on the book! <laughs> <laughs> he took a, an illustrated two sentences of page. I thought it was a children's book. I went into Waterstones and asked Peter Pan, they gave it to me, I spent the money. £12.50. Probably should have gone to the library. Well, I yeah. went to Waterstones because it was on the way. <laughs> and it was more expensive and that's how you do it. Yeah. So where do you see yourself going now in the next sort of five, ten years? We'll probably years. do a PhD, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think with comedy, you can't really always necessarily no. tell. We know what we'd no. like to be, but I think, um, uh, well, with most comedians, you want to sort of be successful, and that often means being on television. Uh, certainly that's kind of our, our aim at the moment. We'd love yeah. to get our own series, but you know, mm-hmm. it's not always in your own hands. Yeah. yeah. Does it get in the way the fact that you're stand-ups as well when it comes to like a diary, just sorting out what you do, or is Not it massively? Not I don't usually, think. No, because no, I don't think there's any. There are very few <laughs> sketch groups, at least, who gig every night of the week. Yeah, I think yeah. the stand-up helps 
fill up our diaries and, and helps us earn sort of some money in another way, basically. Mm. Because with sketch comedy, it's hard because you have to split the money three ways. You, yeah. A lot of promoters find it hard to put sketch on because it's a lot more faff than just a stand-up who just gets up with a mic. You know, yeah, there's yeah, tech yeah, yeah. and there's lighting and stuff. So it's harder to gig as regularly as a yeah. uh, sketch comic. And stand-up has just sort of brought another string to our bow. So I don't think mm. it's got in the way. No. No. And to be honest, it's the same for us. We had to turn up with a projector and a screen every time. <laughs> and even though we know what yeah. we're doing and we can control it, it sounds like a big deal to anyone. So yeah. it's the same sort of yeah. thing. It is, yeah, exactly the same. Um, anyway, we probably should... Cool things, cool things to a close. Cool draw things, things to a yes. Close. I didn't cool do an English draw. PhD. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, I barely did. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I do own a full copy of Peter Pan. So, boasting, yeah. <laughs> boasting. And on that note, thank you for coming. Yeah, thank thanks very much. much. Thanks thank for having you. us. Thanks for having us. See you in the next four years. <laughs> that was Wit Tank. Yeah, certainly was. That was them talking. Uh, that was, was nice to see them. It was. Oh, and by the way, if mm. you uh, a little callback from early on, Porky Pig. Porky Pig. Porky Pig. Ah. Not, not Percy to, Pig. Not to be confused with Charlie Chalk, which has a similar sort of sound. Charlie Chalky Porky Pig, which Charlie was a Chalky character Porky that they Pig. tried. Charlie Chalky Porky Pig. Didn't Charlie really work. Chalk. It was yeah. a bit racist and a bit sort of anti-police. Yeah, he had a funny way of walking and a, something grooved way of talking, didn't he? I was going to ask if you remembered him. Evidently you do. Cause yeah, you, I do. Charlie Chalk, yeah. Yeah, paraphrased his, uh, his title theme. Funny way of walking and a groovy way of talking. Charlie Chalk. Didn't he? He was like a clown, but he lived on an island. Yes, that's right. Yeah, was, he did. Was he like... Um, Shipwrecked there or something. I think he was, yeah. In full makeup. Did yeah. he put the makeup on every day or was it like just really water resistant? I know um, you don't know the answers to these questions. So. I'll find out for you and get back to you Could on that you? One. Yeah. It's quite a long thing to Google. Yeah. If you put it in inverted commas, it it's work? all right. Yeah. Okay. If you put open inverted commas, did Charlie Chalk put his makeup on every day or was it water resistant? Close inverted commas. Then it will search that one sentence. Oh, okay. And nothing will come up. No okay. results. I'll look it up. Please do. Uh, oh, there's something else I was going to say as well. Uh, we should probably point out the fact, as we mentioned briefly there, I fell over on stage this evening. You did, he did fall over on stage. I wish I'd seen it. I was, I was backstage and I just heard a big thump. Yeah. Well, what was amazing was how the second half began. I said, yeah. you know, welcome back to the second half, give it up for David F. Graham, and then ran on and just fell over. Yeah. Fell in every possible direction. On all fours, apparently. On all fours. Well, it was like my legs went in different directions. My arms went in different directions. <laughs> the lights were coming up. I just introduced myself. And then falling over. The funniest I was on stage tonight was yeah. by mistake, by falling over. We need to revert to stand up. Uh, no, <laughs> we do need to revert to stand up. <laughs> we need to revert to stand up. But we need to revert to slapstick. Yeah. That's the answer. That is the answer. Um, more, more wooden planks, more ladders. Yeah, a moment with a ladder, a bit where we carry a pane of glass yeah. across a road. More wallpaper paste, that's what we need. Yeah, and it's sort of, and then trying to paste it up and sort yeah. of stepping through the paper. And, yeah. and A slosh scene, basically a pantomime slosh scene. We do. If you don't know what that is, it's where they have like the. I, the pies and stuff, you know, yeah. the sort of, um, what's the word? Pies. Custard pies. Custard pies. In your face. In your face. Yeah. It was a wonderful moment, uh, and I'm very proud of myself. We videoed it, so hopefully we'll do something with that. Another point. We could yes. maybe make it into a whole show. Good. Um, but anyway, next up, we have the interview we recorded with Joey Page, um, a guy who's been on Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Um, he recently supported the Mighty Boosh. He did, in Noel Fielding, I think, as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, um, and we had him at our first venue in the George, and we tell you about all this in a moment, so I won't tell you now. Um, so without further ado, let's listen to Joey. Yeah, here we are with uh, Joey Page. Yeah, we're watching him eat a mince pie. You, you're, just you're listening to me. me. <laughs> it's like a, a mince sort of, pie. It's like yeah. a sort of scratch and sniff. Yeah. The audio book mince pie. He's a very loud eater, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to really boost the level as yeah. well, so it, sounds, <laughs> so it sounds horrific. Um, <laughs> Now, we were just talking to Wit Tank, and yeah. the first time they played, and the last time they played mostly comedy was like four years ago. And I think you, the first time you played 
mostly must have been about that as well. Because you played our first venue at the George. I don't know if you remember the yeah. little room, pub, pub. I don't know. I'm just telling you all this. It's not really leading to a question. <laughs> um, it just happened. Well, yeah. fact. I think what you're after, and you're dead right, is. Yeah. Um, Thanks for supporting me, guys, over these years. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. exactly yeah, what I was after. Yeah. We've kind of helped you progress. I just wanted some gratitude. That was all I wanted. Um, how did you first start doing stand-up? Um, well, there's sort of two ways, really. Yeah. Which sounds a bit strange. But I wanted to be a comedian when I was about 11. I just didn't really realise. Like, uh, me and my... At the time, I had this best friend called Lauren. She lived, like, in the next road to me. Mm. And we'd watch Reeves and Mortimer um, every Friday... And we ran up to whoever's house was around, ran up to our room and just re-record the whole show on our talk boy. Right, okay. <laughs> but I didn't know that's what I wanted Wait, to be. Wait, can you say talk boy? Is that the thing that they have yeah. in Home Alone? Yeah. Oh, wow. What was that? With like a handle? It, no, it's like a little... Uh, I just kind of, really it looked like a little camcorder. Camcorder, but it was actually uh, recorded. Yeah. It had a cassette in it. I didn't sorry, one, sorry. Yeah, so you they can change are... it when you, like, you play it back and it slow it down or speed yeah, it up, basically. I really wanted like one when, when I saw Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah. Home Alone 2, isn't it? The second one. Lost in New York. Yeah. Lost in New York, yeah, sorry. Anyway. Yeah. That means we're all the same age, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, but then I was at uni, and I had to do, I was doing like a journalism and script writing okay. at uni, and I had to do a monologue, and I worked out at A-levels, I was shocking at acting, mm. really bad, and uh, so I thought the way around doing a monologue would be to do a bit of stand-up. Mm. And I loved it, and then I just did like learn how to write a comedy course, and then I haven't really right. stopped. So mm. I was like 21, I started doing stand up. Yeah. And I thought I was going to be like the Wayne Rooney of stand I was like, yeah, I'm doing it so young, I'm going to be really good at it like, now. Whereas it's kind of <laughs> the opposite. Yeah. Like when you're only 21, people go, well, what's this idiot got to say? And like, no one really mm. lets you in, so it takes a bit of time. Yeah. yeah that's what I think, basically. Okay. Um, how do you, because your stuff is sort of very stream of consciousness, mm. how do you. I, I presume it's fairly well constructed and you know where you're going with it. Or, and yeah, but when I'm writing it, I don't. That's the right. thing. Like, and it's quite annoying. Like, if I try and write a themed Edinburgh show, mm. and I really like, right, today, like, I, I didn't do it tonight, you guys kind of saw the early thing on my Edinburgh show. I was trying to write about, uh, like, about a kind of sequel bit to Eric Cantona going to a shop. Like, oh, no, what would happen if someone in the audience didn't come to the gig and instead they went to Tesco's and they saw Eric Cantona? But then what oh, did he yeah. do in the Tesco's? Right, yeah. This yeah, whole bit. Yeah, I That's that, right, yeah. second part of that. Yeah. I just started writing about this imaginary dinosaur. And I just thought, as good, as good as this can possibly be, <laughs> this doesn't fit in with the show. So it can be really annoying because yeah. I, can't, I can't just go, right, I want to write about this because I'll start yeah. writing about it and I'll go off somewhere else. So do you, would you write it sort of like a script and then go back and then learn it? Or is it mm. sort of as you're writing it, you just write it down and then you go, right, I remember that, I've got that. No, that well, I think I start writing it, like, I always write in a book, I don't rewrite on a laptop, and then, like, uh, I'll either, like, just start writing, and then it'll come out as, like, one sort of four-page kind of thing that I have to go through and work out what's funny mm. and what's not. Yeah. Or sometimes it'll be, like, a spider diver, and I'll be like, oh, well, then what's like that, and then go all the way yeah. back around. Um, but then I just learn it, like bullet point every kind of sentence oh yeah but I think it's easier to learn what I do than it is to learn say like what Luke Benson does because yeah. he's got to remember joke after joke after joke so he's got to remember like a hundred jokes I've got yeah. to remember like five jokes because they're kind of the logic will tell me what bit I need to say next because it's like a story yeah so and I suppose, it's that thing I suppose in, when you're in your own on your own sort of in your own world you've only got to know the bullet points and then you just can expand on it because mm. you know that's you yeah, wrote yeah. in the first place yeah 
Did you find initially, um, were audiences receptive of what you did straight away, or do you think it took a while to find? Probably more so when I started, because you don't give, you don't care. I didn't know if I was allowed to swear. No, you, you can, it's no. fine. Yeah. You couldn't give a shit when I started. Actually, don't say shit, that's, that's, uh, that's fine. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, so when I started, you're fearless. Yeah. Like, I did much more mad stuff, if you believe that, than what I do now. Like, I remember climbing out of a window at a gig, I would never do that <laughs> right. now, because right. yeah. I don't know if it's going to be funny, and I think, well, I know nine times out of ten this stuff works, so why would mm. I deviate from yeah, yeah. that? Yeah. But I have changed my style really recently to be a lot more deliberate and slow and deadpan, because, mm. and I, partly I think I've, I've become quite, in recent years, like, influenced by Stuart Lee a bit more, than I ever oh, really? was before. Um, and secondly, I just think uh, what I'm talking about is low-code nonsense. So people do need to think about what I'm saying. And even though it is, it's kind of... People tell me sometimes it's impressive to see how fast I can say it, but then mm, if people yeah. are missing bits, it's almost not worth it. And also, if I do it with so much confidence, people think that they're stupid because they're missing out. Whereas if the way I did it tonight, and I've been doing it recently, is it's like, I know this is... Yeah. ridiculous and then mm. they're like oh okay yeah. so it's fine to not get it no I love that though I love that and the repetition as well I can keep repeating it yeah that's that's the it, because it's funny just to kind of kept, keep repeating these kind of phrases and things I love that and I suppose people could enjoy the sort of more surreal stuff yeah by you not pushing it too much if yeah you know what I mean, just and by going look it's okay that this is nonsense I know it's yeah. nonsense but whereas before I was like I don't know, I kind of went through the other kind of school of thought that I suppose there is a surreal comedy where you bring people into this world mm. yeah, yeah. and you really make them go with it and go on a journey. Yeah. But I don't know, I just think maybe I'm better at going, okay, I know this is all bullshit, but let's right. kind of all have a laugh about how not credible this is yeah. <laughs> in a way. Yeah. I don't know, but it's a new thing and it seems to just be happening and working better for me. Like, right. Well, it's just like, I was just thinking, I know you work with him a lot, but with Noel Fielding, he's sort of, he's very much that, isn't he? Takes, yeah, like, takes you on, into, come yeah, in. come with me and I'll go. But then also, I suppose, if you're doing surreal stuff, and like I work with him mm. quite a bit, it's also a little bit like, people go, oh, you're copying him. So we, no, yeah. but, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I can't see that. why people think that. And it doesn't bother me at all, but I just right. think, as well, like, you can see how much stuff I've got on my hand. I did about half that, because I'm doing it at, at half the speed now, yeah. so it's like right, okay. I need—I don't need any material it's anymore. Bit, yeah, <laughs> it must be a relief. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. So, but I'll see where I go with that. I just think as well as like I'm starting to write about more, trying to start things more in grounded in reality that people can get, right. and then like I desperately want to have something ready for tonight. But I've been writing about like how what I wear is like with my hat and it's like a uniform. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in the same way that you know when you see a Red Bull car. You know, it's advertising outside of work or an estate agent car and then I've yeah. kind of got... So right. then I'm talking about an estate agent trapped down a well, which is quite surreal because yeah. I've taken it from where people can come with me yeah. rather than starting somewhere weird. Because it's great right, to yeah. be really surreal as possible mm. and I would never not be surreal because that's the kind of comedy that I like and yeah. that's all I really know how to write or right. would like to write. But yeah. also the bottom line is if you want to get paid work, you've got to be able to appeal to people and I think yeah. doing it this way, it makes me slightly more accessible. I suppose it's rooted in something then. It has some yeah. sort yeah. of sense that you can... Yeah, like I've been writing about my kids, and of course, I haven't got any kids. No. But, uh, so I've written a joke about having kids from the point of view of someone that doesn't know anything about kids. Right, so it's okay. like, yeah. like, I've got a 15-year-old and an and a, uh, eight-minute-old son, <laughs> and they don't get on. I'm just yeah, talking yeah. about that. And at the end of the bit, they fly off, because I don't know what children would do. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm trying yeah. to... 
And also, you can't just always write about like someone with a magic claw or a beak for a face or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, once you've covered that, you have to cover other subjects, so you yeah, can't help yeah. but kind of spill into the real world a bit, I suppose. Yeah. So Are you still finding it relatively easy to find new ideas, or is it... Yeah, well, now I've opened up to that, but I was yeah. finding it really hard. It's like, how many times can you... Can someone not have an arm and they've got a tentacle or they've got, you know, yeah, not that I've ever written that joke. Or like, no. or, do you know what I mean? Like just talking animals, there's only so many times you can do talking yeah, animals. Yeah. Did, did you find doing things like, um, never mind the buzzcocks and that, sort of changed? I mean, obviously things like panel shows where you've got to be quite quick and come up with something and the timing's very short. Does that, did you kind of find things like that changed your style at all or influenced uh, you or... No, I think yeah, in a in a strange way, sometimes it makes gigs harder and sometimes it makes them easier because like I've always been able to do that a bit. Like mm. I do quite a lot of comparing. Yeah. Uh, and again, when I went on the first buzzcocks, I was absolutely fearless because no one right. knew more. The second one was harder because Bob Mortimer was the host, and I was just yeah. shitting myself the whole time I was there. Yeah. And he was really lovely and he was great, but yeah. I just couldn't get over that obstacle of fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you get a lot of time to plan that stuff, or is it? No. Much? Well, I think. I mean, I haven't done any others, and, that, yeah. and that's a little bit of a mystery to me why, to be honest, but uh, I don't really... But the others, there's like, you know, it's about topics or things, whereas Buzzcocks, yeah. you've got like a sentence round, now you finish off the sentence at the end, and you don't know what those sentences are. The only yeah. round yeah. you really get to plan for is the first round. Okay. So the music round oh, okay, kind of yeah. takes care of itself, yeah. like, you know, guessing yeah. the yeah. tune, and then the line-up, you don't know what the line-up's going to be or who it is, so mm. the only one you really get is the first round where it's like... Uh, you know what happens next or whatever because they tell you who the person is so you can write some jokes about that oh, that's right. but that's literally yeah. it uh, yeah. but I suppose it's better than being on say a Vogue News for You where you've got to look up on all of the yeah so I think I'd be quite them. I think I'd, in a way probably most comedians if you've got given enough time yeah. notice I'd probably prefer that in a way mm. but uh, yeah just everyone was really nice and it's after me I think it yeah. helped that you know I know Noel because then like Phil Jupiter was like you know, he doesn't have to. I'm not saying he doesn't, I don't know what he's like with anyone else, but no. you know, he doesn't have to respect or give time of day to any new comedian. But because yeah. I was with yeah. Noel, I suppose maybe he felt like he had to, right? Okay, well, maybe not, maybe he's like that with everybody, but yeah. he was really nice to me, right? And then it's like Tiny he, Temper on the first one was oh, yeah, he lives course, up the road yeah. from me, so oh, okay. or not now, but like when we were kids, I didn't know, but yeah. so you know, and everyone was really nice. And then Bob Mortimer was so lovely, but it's just like, but that must be nice if you used to like record your. Yeah, that's amazing. But I, yeah. when I found out he was doing it, which was only about three days before, I just went into a real blind panic and I tweeted him saying, like, um, I don't know how I'll be. I was just like, I'm yeah. really sort of yeah. in awe of you and I don't know how I'm going to be on the day yeah. if I'm like, like it. So, like, when he turned up, he came up and he just, like, was really nice and was having a chat with me. And I just had this little bomber jacket on because it's like when you go in that little rehearsal thing. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like a reversible okay. jacket. And did like, we just had a 20 minute chat about my coat. Right. <laughs> I don't know, oh, just, because yeah. you know, you just ramble on. Yeah. And yeah. I was just going, yeah, look, and it's reverse one. He's like, oh man, that's great. And I'm like, why am I talking to you about this? I don't even like <laughs> yeah, this yeah. coat that much. But yeah. what's going on? Crazy. He, so. se he seemed really nice. We, we went to watch um, a recording the other day of the new, their new Oh, sitcom. I'm going to see that, I think. Oh, yeah. Another episode. Yeah. No, it, it, it's, it's it got the same idea. It looks really good. And what yeah. was nice as well, he was standing by the door on the yeah. way out. So as all the audience came out, he sort of shook their hands. Yeah, so, you know, he was really, really... You know, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. No, and he sort of came out at the beginning and he was sort of... Well, obviously they do anyway, but it was yeah. quite nice the way he kind of greeted the yeah. audience and stuff. So he seems like a really lovely guy. And it's yeah. quite interesting watching how they work in a sitcom environment, you know, and what they do. It's just sort of an interesting yeah. thing. So I think you'd enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I saw uh, Shooting Stars being filmed and also Harry Hill's TV Burt being filmed... Oh, did yeah. you watch that? Uh, yeah. uh, 
I was just amazed at the ruthless and efficiency yeah. of them going, right, I need to get this a half an hour program recorded because to them it's like I do this every day. Yeah. I don't want to be here any longer than I need to. Yeah. And they get through it with very little yeah. mistakes. Yeah. Do you know so what I mean? Yeah. So you think, wow, yeah. you're really professional. I would be yeah. all day going, oh, sorry, I fucked that bit up. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like, no, I've got to get home, like a normal job. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm out of here, I've got things to do. Yeah. I know what you mean. It was, it, actually, I was quite surprised with that because yeah. it did pretty much flow from beginning to end. They did probably messed up about twice mm. for the whole thing. And I, yeah, it was quite yeah. Surprise, wasn't it? How slick it was almost like watching the whole thing as you'd watch it on TV, and they very much sort of accepted what they were going to do and how it was going to yeah. be. Um, yeah, so you imagine being the one new person in the midst of all of that. I would be shitting be... myself, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's, your, what's your plans now? Then, where do you where would you like to be in the next five years? That's a no, I, well, I, I got when I first started, I was really organized. I, I know I look organized, but <laughs> and I'm not, but with my career, I decided I was like, right. And giving it five years, when I started, this was... I said I'd give it ten years completely, but I said I'd give it, like, uh, two years to get an agent. And I managed to do that. And and even though then I didn't know what I was talking about, because that wasn't important. Yeah. But in my head, that was like, you know, three years to be doing regular pay gigs, five years to get on the telly. Mm. I don't know what any of this meant. I just decided yeah, when yeah, I started, yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah. And then uh, ten years to just be, like, have my own TV show. And to have, like, basically made it. Or, like, oh. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm eight years in, and I've been on telly, but obviously I haven't got my own vehicle yeah. for it, and I'm still living at my mum's, and sometimes uh, I referee um, table tennis parties in Holborn, so it's not going great, but <laughs> I've still got another couple of years, you know what I mean? yeah. and, and I just think if I'm near, then I'll keep going, if I'm not, then yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the kind of person that would go, um, and it's like nothing against you know, people that do this because mm. there's some really great comics that have never got on the telly that yeah. should, that are much more talented than I mean, absolutely should have done. Yeah, yeah. But I've got no interest in, you know, headlining a club in Swindon on a Thursday night for £150. Like, yeah. I want to do really well or I'll go back and do journalism. Right. I, thought I'd, like, I don't want to take up someone else's space. But having said that, I feel like I've found a little groove. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm just trying to see how much I can exploit out of it in the next couple of years. Oh, but yeah. I'm trying to get my own radio show. Like I've been recording a couple of pilots for like an internet radio station. Okay. Um, and I'm, I've got three or four sitcom ideas that right. I'm always just basically trudging around to meetings going, okay. do you want to make this? Yeah, yeah. And they go, uh, if you change that to that. And I go, do you want to make it? They go, no, you change that. Do you want to make it? And it's like two years down. And I'm like, oh, no, someone's brought something out like that already. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I'd take anything, basically. Yeah. Cool. Have you got something for me? I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might have. We might, might just do that. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking to us, Joey. Yeah, oh, cheers. No, thanks um, for having me, guys. And, and I did, I know I was laughing about the beginning, but I am genuinely like so grateful because it is hard, you know, to sometimes get behind a real comedian because I diet percentage-wise a lot more than other people. Right. I think I've always been really lucky at your clubs, but still, yeah. Yeah. for you guys to always like put me back to like people like you and there's like a good handful yeah. that if it wasn't for that, I would have given up by now, I reckon, because... Oh, well, you know, well, it's great. Some clubs yeah, we really just go, we ain't having it, and that's no, it. Yeah, we it's really hard to and we like it as well because it's something a bit different. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to sort of vary the feel of it. Yeah, it's exactly. Great. But thanks yeah. for your support. Not at all. No, Thank cheers. you, Joey. Thank, Thank you, Mince Pie. Yes, <laughs> enjoy. Uh, that was Joey Page there. Certainly was. It was indeed. He finished his mince pie. I've just finished my mince pie, actually. That I, I had one of those mince pies. They're, They're very were, nice, aren't they? Very lovely. We bought uh, two packets of six mince pies each from Greg's for £2.20. Very good price. Almost £3.20, the price uh, features in one of our sketches called Price Comparison, which you can find on that old YouTube thing. Yeah, look it up. Do look it up. Increase the views. We've probably had about 60 views. of Just about every video. We've got about, I don't know, 60 or 70 videos probably on YouTube. Each mm. of them 
equally interspersed with about 50 or 60 views each. That's they? right, yeah. Yeah, we probably combined a total of about 100 views. Yeah, in, and most of them are us, to yeah, be fair. they are. Um, so it's going very well for us. Mm. Uh, it's going very, very well. You know, we've got Wittank, been on live with the Electric. We've had uh, Joey Page, never mind the Buzzcocks. Us, on YouTube to just our close family and friends. Yeah. Um, but we've got lots of mince pies, so it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's good. It's all good. Um, but anyway, this is drawing to a close, our episode six of the More Than Mostly Comedy podcast. Um, do check out our other episodes. They're available for free on iTunes. We've free? Got, yeah, free. Did you, you not realise that? No, you don't have to pay money for them. Well, I tell you that it's free. We actually mm. do charge, and I take all the money myself. Really? You know that gold lame jacket that I wear? I like that. That's what I funded it with. I see. That's the secret, you see. But have a listen to our interviews. We've got uh, Richard Herring. We've got... Uh, Unbelievable. Sorry. You can borrow it. Uh, Phil Kay, and we've got, uh, who else have we got? Sean Hughes. Sean Hughes, how can I forget that one? Nick Helm. Alex Lowe. Alex Lowe, Norman Lovett. All good people. Alex Lowe, Barry from Watford, if you don't know who yep. he is. Um, so yeah, have a listen to them. Also, come and support Mostly Comedy in Hitchin, in Hertfordshire. The next one, if you're interested, providing you're listening to this just after our last gig, uh, is on the 12th of December, and features, amongst others, Brian Gittins. Yes, indeed. Which will be good. Brian Gittins should be great. He's David Earl, in fact, uh, who uh, also appears in Derek. You've let out the secret. Oh, People didn't know that. I ruined it. You ruined it for everyone. You ruined Sorry. Christmas for the kids. And on that note, we're done. Uh, please make sure you power down your computer or whatever device you've been using properly when, we, when you finish listening to this. Make sure you've turned off any PowerPoints, yeah. by which I mean plugs I yeah, don't mean, exactly um, if you don't power down your computer properly you'll only end up with a flat battery yeah um, and you'll think that you've got battery you'll go to turn it on it yeah. won't work also make sure you unplug it from the wall don't leave it sort of partially in it could be a fire risk very very dangerous um, if you do have a fire make sure that you have a fire extinguisher helps or maybe a flame retardant uh, sheet mm. um, 999 best Port of call uh, nine nine one or is it nine one one or is that one 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 if it's not an emergency right so um, sort of judge how much if if the flames are going up if you're wearing a shell suit mm. and the flames are going up your trousers if you put a lot of hairspray on if you've got a quiff yeah maybe go straight for nine nine I would I would yeah but don't call us please you're don't in call denim us. though you're fine yeah that's all right particularly if it's sort of slightly sort of stone washed and sort of well, you put it on wet yeah. you know when you sort of put it on wet to just yeah. sort of emphasize your area yeah. Um, you, so, do you, that what you something you do? Is it? <laughs> I thought that's something everyone did. Don't they emphasise their area by wearing wet jeans? Really like. Actually, I tend to wear like sort of white cricket, you know, cricket whites. Oh yeah. And I make them wet in an area. It's like it's like basically like wearing tissue paper, and really? then it, it just bursts forth. Uh, thank you for listening, and we shall hopefully hear you, or you shall hear us on episode seven, which will come very very soon. Yeah. See you soon. Think about those trousers splitting open. I am. Bye. <laughs>